Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. Hey, welcome to the Weekday Comics. I'm Dave Permiano. And I'm Dan DeBriel. We're here to shoot the shit and talk the news. Hello. Hey. Welcome back. What's up? Not much. I uh, I never thought I'd say this before, but thank God we're not going up against the, the women's basketball tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whew. We would yeah. get fucking demolished. <laughs> the men played yesterday and they're still fucking talking about the women's game. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, the loser almost got it, got invited to the White House. That's crazy. That's how good the game is. I will I mean, talk about that at one point. Oh, later. I think, ooh, I think I, I hear a joke off brewing already. Okay. Uh, Neil's already adjusting. All right. We have a special guest today. All right. Where do we start with the accolades? One of those is an apprentice. Uh, let's start with the escalades. One, whatever one means, feats. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we got fucking Mike Rainey here. Hell Thank you yeah. for having me, guys. Thank yeah. you for coming. He uh, just put out his third book on Perks. Uh, I've read it twice now. Oh, nice. You're the well, I had to fucking get my yeah. I read it like <laughs> two months ago, and I had to, I had to jog my memory a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah. you could take two healthy shits and get through that book twice. It's yeah, it's a yeah. quick, it's an easy read. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Thank it's you. really Thank funny. You. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, your descriptive power. It's it's one of my favorites. Uh, what, okay, well, we got the uh, two-hit podcast, which is two more than we got. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're working on that first one. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dad Meet with Tim Butterly. Dad and, Meet uh, is great. Really funny. Tim's the funniest guy on the earth, man. Agreed. I haven't seen him in a while. I'd love to see him again soon. We'll, we'll look into that. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and Lil Stinker's podcast with uh, Jake Matera and John Del Calo. Dude, one day I am going to meet Casey Anthony. Oh, and it's Hell yeah. The, the more that I do little stinkers, the more in love I fall with Casey. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I that's a creepy thing to say. I know where she lives, but <laughs> I know the general location where she chills. So, a little birdie gave me some info. So, I might okay. have to act on that one day. And man, I'm regretting every one of these words. It just came out I like, of my mouth. No, I no. like when you think of Casey Anthony, you're like, Am I the creepy one? <laughs> then, I mean, dude, this is the thing. Like, I've always wondered, even before I started doing a, a stupid true crime podcast, like, dude, how do women like fall for? dudes that have done such heinous shit but i think pretty much every female serial killer we've covered i've found some redeeming quality and i'm like i love her <laughs> i know she could have been played by Charlize theron that's yeah oh, yeah oh, dude some say she looks like Charlize. fucking christina ricci fell for her what <laughs> <laughs> we went for eileen warnos like we went on a trip like that was part of like our hunting down casey anthony trip <laughs> and Eileen Warnos used to live in a motel in Port Orange, Florida called the Scoot Inn. And it's still there. You could still rent her room. You could request it. They were very easy to deal with. But when we got there, we realized like, oh, this is an open air meth market. <laughs> and like as the sun went down, like it got sketchier and sketchier. And it was to the point where like we were filming inside of Eileen's room and there were like dudes looking in like through like the crack in the curtains to see what we were doing. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it was fucking scary, man. It's the only I shouldn't say the only time because I get scared pretty easily. I'm a big pussy <laughs> but i got pretty scared doing that and i was glad we made it out of there without getting our fucking shit stolen yeah there you go back to case and anthony did wait is there <laughs> sorry i mean i agree with everything he said yeah did, <laughs> does she have another kid did she have another kid did i hear no. that no, no she just dropped the peacock special okay which is i guess what you could call it's a, peacock a kid. <laughs> euphemism for a kid how's <laughs> that peacock special doing like, uh, uh, in the woods i had to drop the peacock special 
okay because uh, yeah that news would have been like when you heard michael vick got another dog after like <laughs> yeah yeah she figured maybe it out. was she a good mom with everybody's watching her <laughs> Dude, in regards to casey i'm stunned that she stayed off social media and i'm also stunned that she stayed away from porn because i know there were some lucrative offers out there for her oh there hell yeah i would have been first in line to pay for whatever they put out of her yeah and she stayed away from all that and uh yeah she's she's been out of the limelight pretty much good for her yeah yeah she she did the, she's she did. becoming a detective i believe or she's oh, working yep. very she's closely becoming a detective yeah. Clo- yeah. i mean my well, yeah, does she's every been... episode and i did it <laughs> <laughs> she started like doing research work for uh a private investigator who worked on her behalf oh wow and i think she's still doing that right now and if in the peacock special they show her working with these people and like they seem like they really care about her and take good care of, of her and you know i think I might have that's a, what she yeah. needed huh i might have a female female detective attraction too then <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of that hh H. holmes documentary where where his great grandson or something like some relative of his wanted to connect him with jack the ripper to say that they did you see this documentary yeah there's it's it's terrible it's a terrible mm. fucking documentary <laughs> um every every slight coincidence he's like this proves it and he's got this hot female detective helping him out okay. and every time every time he this must prove that he's also jack the ripper he's just constantly <laughs> pulling yeah. down the murphy bed like oh i guess we better turn in for the night yeah <laughs> start every, fresh yeah. tomorrow yeah every episode's that and her, uh, i don't think so tim or, yeah. <laughs> he's got a murphy waterbed but yeah i'd watch it for her but yeah god i think that, I that would be fun especially halfway. if then that woman detective uh we knew murdered her first <laughs> child that would add so much to it you know she doesn't have kids it's great yeah Yeah. she's not into the old attachment thing (laughs) step into the shoes of a killer man she knew what she wanted to do with her life which is what i think happened and wouldn't let a kid hinder that yeah (laughs) the crazy thing i'm sorry oh no no please go i'm just gonna say like the crazy thing is is like you know i get how overwhelming it can be having kids but this was like 16 years ago, so she would have almost been out of the woods at this point. <laughs> Casey, not the kid, but <laughs> she's still there. But that's a strong constitution no, I mean, if that kid can crawl out of the yeah. woods. And it's great. Like if Casey, if if she's one kid and done, that's you know, having kids, but you would have been two years away from just being able to do what the fuck you want to do. Right. All you uh, have to do is just ride it out. It's right. not that bad. If she did it. If she, if she yeah, did she it. Did if it. she did it. We don't want any. Yeah. Thank you for watching, Casey. Uh, <laughs> the Yeah, I don't know. I think that like the the amount of uh, like balls it takes to get into stopping crime as an infamous criminal yeah. is like cool. Well, OJ's you know? there, too. I mean, he, ooh, <laughs> he set out to find the real killer. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's OK. Here's a question I posed on this podcast about him a while back. But I'd love to hear your take on it since since you're the pro. If OJ had only killed Ron Goldman, would he still be known as a football player first? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's a great point, Dave. Yeah. You know yeah. I agree with you on this. We've talked about yeah. this at length. I totally think if he just murdered Ron. Or and, yeah, and or if she woman. was ugly. Or... <laughs> right, if she wasn't a pretty white woman. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely, and I'm not going to list it, but there's definitely a ranking of like human beings that you could go down and find the level where the minute he crosses from this person yeah. to that person, and fucking the 2,000 yards in one yeah. season And 213 matter. an hour, barely ranks above homeless <laughs> <laughs> like loud fat girl like, you'd have been all right 
<laughs> yeah, like Waffle House, like waitress. Yeah, you know, there's like, so many other ways you could have went. Oh, he did get away with it. So I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. How how much time did he do for stealing his own stuff? <laughs> he a couple years, I think. I think he was. Was it 2008 when he was convicted? Okay, something like. But well, he that. went to yeah. did like eight years. I gotta look. Yeah, he didn't up. do hard time. He went to. He went to the, one of those white no. collar facilities yeah. that has tennis and golf. And... Yeah, they had to send him to I stole memorabilia prison, not uh, you know. <laughs> I I murdered Nicole Simpson. Uh, uh it looks like nine years. He went for nine years. Yeah. God damn! Yeah. I thought it was way less than that. Still made yeah. the old decade team, didn't he? <laughs> I remember. Uh, yeah. I'm I mean, pretty sure he did. But the best part of those old decade teams was they kept To off. Because of his antics, but I'm almost positive that OJ was on his decades team. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's how fucking good he was. Yeah, yeah. There was other good wide receivers in the '90s. OJ yeah. was getting riled up recently about the Murdoch murders. Oh, oh that's hilarious. he was like can you believe this shit nah. like, <laughs> he leans into it though yeah, I've seen credit, it. yeah he completely goes and it's like if if i had murdered my wife like <laughs> winks at tiktok it's like all right oj like oh speaking of to good drop because one of my favorite parts in your book was you you do such a good job of like painting like uh imagery and oh, like you do you. such a good job of like explaining what it's like and you have this line that made me laugh where you were said like you were talking how you baptized your second mm. uh nephew or niece in a T.O. my daughter yeah. your daughter yeah. i'm sorry in a t.o jersey yeah. i i laughed my <laughs> ass off at that you had a few lines like i even wrote a bunch of them down because i thought it was so fucking funny that's yeah, like I, such a great image of like philadelphia right there there's a lot that i regret about that you know on perks era but i would wear a t.o jersey to church again to baptize her <laughs> hell yeah a second and that yeah, that it it got to the point where like those parties were more about me. It was a it was a christening party, mm -hmm. but my buddies and I we had a baby pool full of Budweisers, <laughs> and like they were cutting the cake in the kitchen right next to us. And we were on my mom's deck, and I was just bobbing for Budweisers with my the, boy Steve. The, the the worst beer in the world, isn't that what you called it? In no Bud Light. Oh, Bud, Bud Light. Light. Okay, is disgusting, and yeah. it has nothing to do with what people are out up about now. I, it's the only <laughs> beer that I think I've ever tried where I hated. Huh. Budweiser, I loved Bud Light. I hate it. Oh, I say that about every IPA. Yeah, it's cat piss. Well, yeah, yeah, now there's too many to like even judge. Like, there's a billion different beers, but yeah, yeah. But I agree with you. Bud Light's like drinking glass, man. I do. The book is the perfect mixture of complete shame and complete lack of shame <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah, because I, I go through. Yeah, I go through. I, I check the memories on mine and like just cringe. And then make sure that the world can never see it again. <laughs> I love that you just fucking went there and put it all out there for everyone to see. Well, it made it easy because there were just so many. I I, if, I know. Yeah. If there was one here and there, I could be like, ah, just delete that. But right. it's just day after day. And it's like during that era, it's like, you know, I just had so many pills and I would just get fucked up and I would just do pills. Now, every now and again, I do a show like we had the, the Saturday Night Dirty Dozen shows. Oh, yeah. Those were fun. But aside from that, I didn't do much comedy. Um, I would just I would write and I would take pills. Yeah. And by and large, I mean, aside from being close to losing my family, I had a blast. <laughs> I really had a good time. It was it was fun seeing the, the years on that. I'm like, that's the entire time I've known him the most. <laughs> it's like, Fuck, yeah, I hope he I hope he remembers me. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. That was that was the most fun that I think I've had doing comedy. Like now Those it, shows were now great. it's a different kind of fun it, it's it's a ton of fun now and it's like but back then it was like you know it was like giving getting the keys of the candy store mm -hmm. yeah. because you know 
I would rarely get booked by helium and I just happened to get lucky when they just, you know, asked if, you know, I would want to host the show and I would get, you know, almost total control of over who got booked. It's like, yeah, I want all my buddies to come on. And it was just every week. It was just, you know, me, Dave, fucking Butterly, fucking McCusker, McKeever, just all of our buddies would just come on. It was just God. All those names took off except for one. (laughs) 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 I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, Dave, what happened? Did you get sick for a couple years or something? I was, I did well in those shows. It's just, you know, at some point, a total lack of social abilities. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to be likable. you know, I've never made eye contact with him. Uh, there's a point in your book that I was laughing at too, where um, you are like, like rip shit on Percocets uh, like every day and you do Philly's funniest. Mm-hmm. And it was like hyped by a radio station. I don't remember yeah. that year, but uh, I might, I might not have been in the area at that point, but like, it was so funny to hear you talk about that and it's just like your it's like such like comedy because it's like philly's funniest i'm sure it was kind of like it the way it is now i can only react to like how mm-hmm. i've observed it the past couple years since i've been in the philly area but it's like people look at that as like a brass ring yeah. in philly comedy yeah. and people like prep for that mm-hmm. you'll be out at mike's as you know and you'll see mm-hmm. people working on their shit mm-hmm. for a month month and a half before they're like prelim and it's just so fun and it's so comedy to think like that's happening but then like you're just like fucking off your gourd on perks just like <laughs> Dude, that... being yourself and just cruising through to like the finals yeah i thought i was gonna do great and like i think there was a, I talk about like, like Helium's Philly's Funniest a lot. And then there's also a, a local radio station, WMGK had a, like a Philly's Funniest competition. Oh yeah. And that was like, that meant more because I think they were giving away like, like one or $2,000, which is now it's a lot. And especially like back then, like 10 years ago, it was like, oh my God. Like I had, my cable got cut off. Oh, man. I didn't have money for vacation. So I already had the money spent. I was like, all right, I'm going to get my Comcast cut back on and I'm taking my family to the fucking, to Wildwood for the weekend. And I already had that money spent and I made it to the finals against Mike Brooks. Yeah. You know, happy birthday in heaven, brother. But it was like, I was like, I- I'm going to win. I know I'm going to win. I know how great Mike Brooks is, but it's like, I know people will like me. Yeah. And, yeah. Straight up, dude, and it was so brutal. The way they did it was like, they had both of us on the line on the phone and they're Ooh. like, all right, th- the loser, we're just going to hang up on. <laughs> oh man. And then- <laughs> oh, shit. And, which is the funniest possible way to do that. Yeah. But I remember I went to my parents. I don't know why I went to my parents' house, which made it even more crushing that I had to get hung up on at my mom's. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was just, it took a while to get my cable back on and no no beach for my family. It's it's <laughs> kind of surprising like that you, like I love Mike Brooks, uh, RIP. If you, did you get to meet him? I ever? knew him by reputation, yeah, but yeah. I never got to meet him. He was easily one of the most likable, likable, like I book a show in Paulsboro regularly, which I'm pretty sure was a racist town, but I knew he was so likable that he'd fucking murder over there, and he did every time. <laughs> they hated me, Jewish. Um, <laughs> and not likable, we've established. But, yeah. but Mike Brooks was such a... Like, your, your, your strength is in your writing, and I feel like that would go over better over a phone call, because he's such a high... Ener- he was such a high-energy guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he fed off crowd energy. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he he crushed it and yeah, extremely deserving. And mm-hmm. I met with like uh, I'd known Mike and I'd done shows with him, but like when we went and, and uh, the first time we went on that radio show, that was the first time we actually got to hang out and have a conversation. And I got to know like who he was mm-hmm. 
and he was just the sweetest guy. And we were just talking about, you know, I talk about the degenerate stuff I want to do with if I win the money. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I think I like to give most of it to my church. Yeah. And it's, like, oh, dude. it's like, you can't even be mad uh, about it. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. It's no, Yeah. He was like the, the most upstanding community member. The nicest that, was, yeah. that was the biggest funeral I've ever been to. You know, you can tell like, cause he, I think I was in this area right before he passed away, mm -hmm. but uh, hearing people like talk about him every time he comes up. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's the test of somebody. Yeah. That's how I want it to be. You know, when I die, not that people are always talking about me, but when I do come up, everyone goes good dude, funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that, I think is the best eulogy you can give is those little moments where everybody chimes in and is like, great. Dude. Three words. I, yeah. Great I, dude. I, funny. I, that's all I need. Yeah, for you, Dave. I want that's my all I need. Oh, I got to give a speech. You, no, you don't we have to give a speech. The... You just have to say great dude. <laughs> very funny. When any, whenever I'm brought up, mic Boom. drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you have to do. All right, so we are agreeing. That was actually going to outlive you. <laughs> oh, 100%. Uh, it's it's going to be close. So you're going to be a couple of years, uh, I think, you're going to get after me. But... Yeah, mic drop was actually the byline of his obituary. Oh, nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would have been funny. I mean, yeah, it's it's clever. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> yeah, I can see comic doing that. Yeah. No, but Mike was somebody that, like, you, you hear it used, I guess, like, almost as a platitude where people say somebody lights up a room. But Mike Brooks was somebody who, when mm -hmm. they came in, you felt better. You, I don't know what the explanation is, but like when Mike would walk into a room, you would just feel better because of, I don't know, I guess like what he brought to it. And it was just, yeah, he was super funny. Yeah, he was super nice. But like he had something that most people don't have. Yeah, yeah. that extra thing you could just see. In yeah, you can't pinpoint it, but it's yeah. just like he had that thing which made him special. It was like I never really lost a lot of friends until I started doing comedy. And then I fucking... <laughs> Like, cause I know what, like five comics that died and the first four were like the nicest dude mm -hmm. that you could ever meet. And the fifth one, I didn't like. So it was almost like, okay, <laughs> so we're, find not, out who this we're is. not just romanticizing the dead. Those four really were just fucking great dudes that I don't have a bet. That fifth one, he owed me $20 and I, and I was, I was next level fucking petty about it. Yeah. Was, how do I approach this 20? Like, is this? It's a loss. I fucking ate it. Obviously. You gotta write. You gotta write it off. But at least Can you, you text never me forgot. who that is. What? Can you text me who that is? I, I will. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> Remind me. <laughs> he was an older guy. He, because like the rest of them were ones that died young. Like two of them, I actually hung out with outside of comedy functions, hmm. which is something I've done with five comics total. So that's weird. Yeah. I might. That's why I stopped doing. That's another reason. Oh, I, yeah, I had to. It wasn't my lack of social skills. It's just like I'm not going to curse these people yeah, with my presence. You were like <laughs> yeah. watching the Ring video. Yeah, like they, like two years after they hung out with you outside of comedy. Game yeah, one. like the little Japanese you're the body girl. cooler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, remind me never to hang out with you after the podcast. I mean, all I ask is that if I fucking film something for you. If you're not just say thank you when I fucking email you. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> but fucking... May whoever it is rest in peace. Uh... No, Dave, we're gonna piss on his grace. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drive you there so you can get another case of D and drop it all over yourself. <laughs> all right, uh, Mike, I gotta ask you: uh, best Disney World ride to be on on Percocets. Um. <laughs> I'm not a painkillers guy, really, so I'm I'm morbidly curious about the high. I'll tell you what the the most joy that I got at Disney was watching this. Uh, fuck, what was the name of this band? It was like a landscaping band. It was called like 
like mud, sweat, and cheers. Is that a genre, or <laughs> they are just landscapers? No, dude, that, they were like, their the whole shtick was like landscaping, and okay. it was like a landscaping truck that would pull up. I'm pretty oh. sure it was called mud, sweat, and cheers. Okay. And okay. I had a motorized so, wheelchair. Yeah, but it's it's mulch, mulch sweat, sweat, and cheers. Wow, you had that queued up fucking quick. Yeah. I think that was just on right his there. fucking Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> that was your intro music. Yeah, that's why yeah. his headphones on. We're fucking right here. He can hear us. Yeah. Yeah. But, he'll actually ran the lawnmower <laughs> in uh, mulch sweat and cheers. I, I got him before they broke up, but I remember like the first time that I went with Disney, which was like the time which the chapter that opens the book, which is you know when I had surgery mm-hmm. a few days before I went. I had my friends rented me a motorized scooter and I had snuck off on my family. I saw them at Hollywood studios where they serve alcohol. Now, two weeks prior, I had sworn off alcohol to my wife, but because they served alcohol and I had a motorized scooter, I told her that I was going to the bathroom (laughs) and I snuck off (laughs) and I got a long Island iced tea. So like I, I probably was eligible for a Disney DUI (laughs) and I came upon mulch, mulch, sweat and shears. And I was just like in heaven. It's like, man, I can't believe I made it to Disney because I made probably $20,000 a year. So getting to Disney was like, yeah, you know, probably huge. 25% of that. And I made it, but I definitely didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> so the best ride at Disney is it's a, a motorized scooter on poker sets. Yeah. <laughs> now, all perks, it. I would say uh, I love the Tower of Terror. Oh, hell yeah. And uh, what else is great there? The Aerosmith roller coaster is great. Oh, yeah, that one's cool. Yeah, they got a lot of great stuff there. Yeah. I, I can't wait to try the new Tron one. I just went back to Disney, and they opened the Tron uh, roller coaster like two weeks after I left. Ah, Do you I still go that. full family? Because your, yeah. your kids, they got to be adult, like uh, yeah. at least one or two of them has got to be adult age by now. My oldest, she'll be 20 next month. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, my middle, she's 16, and my son's 12. So, yeah, we, we usually go like every two years now. And uh, it's funny you bring that up because I was considering going by myself for a couple of days which I think would definitely end me up on some kind of watch list. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah, you don't have kids. I went Are to Disney. I went to Disney. I'm not like a Dis- a huge Disney guy. I like the park. I, I went with my ex uh, right before the year before pandemic, actually like mm-hmm. three months before COVID hit. Um, and it was fun. You did have something that resonated with me in that, that book though. I'm going to have to paraphrase it, but you said like uh, something about being, Oh, it was, being uh, an adult with no kids at Disney is like walking around work with your dick out of your pants or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It was so fun. I was like, that makes like perfect sense because it does. It feels like you're doing something wrong and like almost sexual, but like weird. It's like, yeah. it's strange, but you're just in a park enjoying yourself. I know, dude. It's... I don't know. Like I was with a girl, so it was like better. Mm-hmm. We were coupled up. So I think you could look at that and be like, all right, that guy's not a threat. He's there with his Until we remember the age difference between you and most of your girlfriends. Hey, listen, they can't <laughs> can't see that it was invisible yeah. okay she had a lot of tattoos that aged her up a lot okay, okay. uh the uh it's like the, a tree uh, what do you think i'm meeting these girls dave they gotta go to disney world uh no but like if the three of us went to disney yeah that would definitely be there would be like a monitor like flashing everywhere we walk i think we just found our patreon (laughs) (laughs) yeah if the three of us went to disney we would get a federal chaperone (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean it is fun it's like you you do feel out of place and it's like you know everybody they get those t-shirts to say something cute about disney i think if like if you're an adult that goes by yourself without kids it's like if you go with a girl you got to get a shirt that says something like it's okay. The kids are dead. <laughs> like we would be here with them otherwise. Red, That's dot, thing yeah, red like, dot on Google. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fucked up shit that's happening. I'm there. a Casey Anthony fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There was a, a kid got eaten by an alligator there a few yes. years back. 
hundred percent. It's a an animatronic one or no, no. Real alligator. <laughs> this is one of my favorite. Wow. This is one of my favorite stories. Uh, I guess not all the fucking Neverland kids grow up. Or, <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. You, you got the chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, some some alligator in the moat around Disney World ate a kid. He was like staying at one of the hotels that like is the alligator was. To the, the alligator yeah, was. The alligator. <laughs> He's doing well. Um, I love that story. That happened a while ago, though, right? Yeah, I, the kid, yeah, kid with the alligator. I would say it's 2017, maybe. Okay. Well, don't worry, because I got a hot story on the news about another kid who got eaten I by an alligator. That, yeah. Yeah, so. And his dad stabbed his mom a hundred yes. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was 60, a crazy story. They do come up. Like this was probably. I think this was right outside the Magic Kingdom. What? It, it was yeah, the um, share this the with Poly- them so the Polynesian, maybe. To, yeah, I think you're right. And he was like, yeah. they come the fuck up, right? And, and I mean, it's Florida, so they're fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And at um, one of the places I stayed, which was the Port Orleans Resort, you'll see them creeping up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm surprised like people aren't made more aware of them. I don't know if it's because maybe they scare off easily, but. I think I remember reading at the time it was like the alligators won't normally charge a normal sized person. But this toddler was walking around unattended yeah. and it looks at a toddler and goes, yeah, I can take mm-hmm. that, you know, so. There's fucking there's a there's a alligator attack like every week in florida though that's yeah. the reason they love guns so much so they're not known as the fucking alligator <laughs> murder capital of the world fuck another alligator attack someone shoot up a school <laughs> <laughs> i went to a town this time when we just got we just got back from disney like two weeks ago and there was a town that disney tried to to make like their own it was it's it's kind of creepy but it's also kind of cool because it's creepy it's called celebration florida mm. and it reminds me a lot of the truman show where it's like everything seems like very everything's planned okay and it's like there's there's no real like flavor to it but it's it's so boring and peaceful that it's feels like you are about to be murdered at any moment (laughs) but they have these signs in uh the lake in the center of town which is lake reinhardt and the signs say please don't harass the alligators which i think is a very funny way to phrase that yeah yeah Yeah, don't harass them this this, like ancient like dinosaur if you're going to approach them Buddy up. <laughs> yeah. You got some rack on you. Yeah. you. <laughs> oh man. This uh, is great. Um, I also love, I feel like uh you're such a great guest because there's so much shit that we could talk about from like comedy to like um abuse to like like drug abuse, that is, to like uh murders and things yeah, like that. Yeah, I wanted to talk about murders because I personally like absolutely love that shit. Um, <laughs> what uh, I love murder. It's great. No, I like, uh, for instance, I would, I did uh, some work on ghost adventures. So I got oh, to go yeah. a lot of haunted places. Um, what was uh, like one of the coolest places? And I know you've been out in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, what field? <laughs> you like that? You like that? That's industry. That's industry term right there. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the I just want to like know like where are you fuck <laughs> you Neil uh, I just want to know where like the like creepiest place you've ever been like where hey, Mike you're a Ghostbuster go ahead bud yeah, can you, you, I know you're in the yeah, field you know what I mean you yeah, got the yeah, ecto, yeah. you got the the trap the ecto trap of course yeah. naturally um I think the place that I that I I loved and was spooked by the most was going to Spawn Ranch where the Manson family used to live mm. nice dude it was so fucking cool and creepy when we got there um John Del Calo Jake Matera and myself when we got there. We parked across the street. There's this, there's this beautiful church across the street, and you park there, and you walk across the street to where Spawn Ranch was. And uh, as we're approaching it, we hear like women giggling, and we're like, "All right, we're just nice. going to approach somebody at some point." 
And uh, as we got closer and as we walked through where the ranch used to be, like, there's nobody there. I don't know where they could have gone. But that added to, like, what that place was and who lived there and what happened there just gave it, like, another creepy element that I didn't expect. But Spawn Ranch was, like, you know, all that shit. There was a fire shortly after everybody was arrested for the murders. And all that, all the uh, the old uh, Western movie set was, like, bulldozed back into, uh, I guess it's a ravine behind there. Okay. So that set's not there anymore but you could still look by the uh, rock formation above it like that's still there so you can identify it pretty easily but there's a path that goes down to like where they used to hang out down there in that ravine yeah and you see the famous uh the cave that they took for the time magazine photograph so you get to chill under there um you get there's just so much creepy stuff there's initials carved in rocks and there's just so much spooky shit that it makes you wonder like you get like why part of why they were able to become what they became is because they were so isolated from so many people. Mm. And the only interaction they had was like during the daytime, they would run like a, you know, a horse rental business and people would come through just to check out the ranch. But by and large, it's like if somebody was hell bent on brainwashing people, that's the fucking place to do it. Mm. Some yeah. government grade acid, baby. Good yep. to know. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. And I if mean, they read, if they heard any good <clears throat> songs about British playground equipment, <laughs> Isn't that what that's that's what the uh the book Helter Skelter said? That's what a Helter Skelter is in England. It's that fucking oh, equipment yeah, that right. just spins in a circle. Uh, yeah. like, and man, the lyrics yeah. pretty much represent that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get race war out of that. You're yeah. on to something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of a stretch to get race war out of a British. I mean, if you're really ride, looking but... for yeah, you can you can interpret race war out of anything if you're yeah. if your heart is really set onto it. You see the black and white in that picture? Yeah. yeah hey. Just saying. Race Why they gotta war. be separate, right? <laughs> Everything should be gray. Because then it's gray, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, regards to Elder Skelter, the 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 house isn't there anymore, but the Tate residence, you could still not walk onto the property, but you could walk up to where the road Cielo Drive begins. So you could park at the foot of the drive where the Manson family probably parked and just look up there and experience it. And when you're up there, it's you get why nobody was alarmed that night because sound travels so oddly because mm-hmm. it's in the canyon and you hear sound bouncing from all different mm-hmm. spaces. And it's just a creepy place. Like one, because you're thinking about what happened there, but also because it just has a, like a creepy vibe to it. The hills are creepy. I mean, yeah. if you take the like, you know, multi-million dollar homes out, mm-hmm. it's a very strange area. Yeah. It's like this weird forest, like mountainous forest. Like it's, yeah, it's kind of a it's, creepy area. Yeah. And Los Angeles is strange, like on its own, but just mm-hmm. that being the whole area is just has a weird feel to it. And it's, but it is something that I'm into. So that's where I did. uh, I was out in LA working every time ghost adventures came out there. I was like uh, filling in, like doing below the line work. One of the places I got to, uh, work was the uh, black Dahlia murder mansion. Oh, no way. And that was so fucking cool. It was, um, it's like a, uh, what is the name of that place? It's I forget what they call it now. It, it's, it's the Souden House. Is that it? Or yes, Souden House. Yes, 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 yes. The Souden House, and um, you know, it's just owned by like some financier it's now, and it's like a wrong. second home. And so he rents it out to like people. I don't know what the hell they had to pay to get in there, but because this was Ghost Adventures, they were let in. And I was doing like B roll, so we come in during the day and we shoot all the B roll, and then the actual Ghost Adventures people and they're like on camera camera crew would come in and shoot at night so we were filming b-roll and it was great because like we it was me and six other people Mm -hmm. we basically all had to go different places and me and my cameraman i was a camera 
assistant. We were shooting the actual basement room where the murders Ooh. took place. I got to say, though, when I was down there, the house itself, creepy as hell. Yeah. The basement, it just looked like an unfinished basement with like a dirt floor. It was, I didn't get any vibes. Mm -hmm. I didn't get anything weird. But when you got up into the house, it's this weird like spanish gothic architecture and like when the, the sun is going down like i wouldn't want to live there it's just Ooh. a creepy home but weirdly enough the room where he was apparently draining women of their blood now nah, just look like a basement just, yeah. yeah just a regular unfinished basement to me well that shot, guy's so. that guy's son was an lapd detective i can't remember the guy's name but the son who was the detective says is the one who said like oh yeah my dad's the guy who committed this murder right hmm. but that place is always someplace i wanted to visit oh, and i, I think was a he, woman in the book or whatever oh, they have the fictionalized version there's the, oh, okay. it's, it's set in the same universe as la confidential oh la okay. confidential is the third book in it it's fucked up though i read the books so i don't really know much about it and he made like the the murder a uh, smart uh, her name yeah, yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Smart. They, he made her like just some hollywood wannabe prostitute and in <laughs> real life nothing like that no which i thought was pretty fucked up to do an actual real life murder victim <laughs> and it turned out he was just basing her personality on his mom's who was a prostitute <laughs> who got murdered dude he uh oh, what is his name uh elroy james yeah james elroy james yeah Aaron. like incredible writer like mm -hmm. what the fuck was the name of that book i can't remember anything but uh Black Dahlia. no no uh, but he wrote one called uh my my something places my dark places i think okay his mom was actually murdered yeah and they still don't know who did it and that book everything about that guy's story and about like his mom's story who got murdered. Like it, it's, it's as though James Elroy wrote that you get exactly like why he became what he became and why mm -hmm. he writes the way he writes. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what it's, he, he put his mom's personality. That's what he said in like the afterward, huh. he attached his mom's personality to this victim that he knew nothing about other than that. She was murdered. Is he still writing? Is James Elroy even still alive? Yeah, he did something. I think it was uh perfidia is his last novel, okay. which came out. Within the past five years. Because I have another novel for him. A woman murders her child and becomes a detective. Yeah. Her name, Casey <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. He's still writing. That's if, awesome. I would hope there's pictures. <laughs> no. Wait. You would hope there's the case I, don't book. Not I, the say, I don't think James Alroy makes pop-up books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me two seconds. Hey, if he's Jeez. writing about Casey Anthony, that's a pop-up book in my mind. Hey. <laughs> when <I> watch... Boom. <laughs> <laughs> when I watch Jackie Brown, something pops up. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. All right, so who's who's your serial killer Mount Rushmore? Ooh. Well, I would go Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. Yeah. He's the first that comes to mind. I just, you know. Is that like recency bias, or do you think that he's close to your favorite? Because he's getting a lot of hype lately. He's he having is. a renaissance. He is. And I, I just think it's so fucked up and inexplicable that it's just a different kind of he's he's the kind of evil where it's like he's just broken. I think there there's some of these people who clearly do some very fucked up shit when they get caught. They're they're totally sorry for what they did, but I think he's just somebody who he recognizes that what he did was wrong, but it's just I'm just broken. Mm -hmm. So he was somebody he's somebody that would be on there. Richard Ramirez scares the living shit out of me. Yeah. Just fucking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. He's gotta be the scariest for me because Dahmer is terrifying, but Richard Ramirez legitly was just like, No, I enjoy doing this. I plan my life around yes, it. I like right. to sleep in. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. it's that kind of thing. Like, I, you know, I sleep in when I think about relatable. murders. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was the terrifying part of Richard Ramirez. Yeah. Dahmer's just like, Oh yeah, you're just broken. I'm dude. hungry. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> One. At least, at least I agree. I probably do look tasty. 
I mean, I'd yeah. agree with Dom. Right you're there. a snack for Dom. Yeah, Dom. Thank, you. thank you. Yeah, you're a snack. I don't <laughs> think you. Do. I don't think you're his type. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when a meal's good enough, you make an exception. You make the trip. All right, Gacy. I would put on there too. He's somebody that was just, just fucking terrifying. And, and I think anybody that either invades your home or imprisons you to some degree yeah i think those are the scariest guys to me so btk's on my list. yeah dude him yeah. even the fucking um uh the uh the one that uh pat oswald's wife figured out uh, yeah. oh yeah that was the uh, uh the, the sleep... strangler right yeah um, yeah the strangler it's like some one part. of the stranglers i forget which one <laughs> Yeah, the sleep. Oh my god! Golden State. Really. Yeah, the Golden, the Golden State. State. Yeah. It was Golden State. Oh, you're right. You're That's no, he was yeah. just a killer. Yeah, because if you're yeah, if you're the first one from your town, you get to fucking claim that. You get the strangler <laughs> title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny you bring that up because there was a guy that we just covered for for a little thing. It's called Sean Gillis. And oh. yeah, <laughs> one people were pissed saying like, "Why didn't you have Shane do this?" And I'm like, "I think he's got bigger fish to fry than a fucking serial killer." Product. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So Sean, Sean Gillis was killing people until he said a few racially insensitive remarks. <laughs> yeah. And he had to then stop. Fucking yeah. brought him down. <laughs> then, then Twitter said no more. But he's known as the other Baton Rouge killer because there was oh. somebody that was operating as a serial killer at the same time, but that guy just got caught first. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I would at least try to claim a borough near bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, actually, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> like how much? It, how must much? It must suck to have your copycat killer caught before you, dude, and he's and getting all the credit. Like this dude's my copycat killer. Look at it. Look at that little stinker. Oh man, yeah. Look at that God stash. That womb broom right there. Oh, yeah, that, Holy shit. Man. That's a distinguishable Mount Rushmore feature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to think about that when you're making your Mount Rushmore, right? Oh, Distinctive wow. heads, you get yeah. clown he's got, makeup. Yeah, he's got the name of Shane Gillis and the face of Ian Fidance there. <laughs> That's a impressive oh, yeah, mustache, yeah. Lego head. Lego head. <laughs> 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 it's great. He's got the killer glasses. He looks like my dad, to be honest with you. <laughs> if you look at his dad, you'll pass by a picture of my father, and this is him older. It's uncanny. Your father looks uh, surprisingly like you, Neil. So I don't know. I know it's so strange. Yeah. I know what I have to look forward to. That yeah. is a very fatherly mustache. Yes. yes, it is. Like if I, yeah, if I, if he was approaching me, not threatened. That's just that's just someone's pop. It's like yeah, a, it's like a Ned Flanders mustache. Huh? It's yeah, got, yeah, it's got a little Ned Flanders thing. I've never heard of this guy. Okay, no, I'm not. No, even, I'm not aware of this guy. Like either. a month ago, and uh, yeah, it's uh, that's cool. It's frightening how many people are are out there. Where right, find and be like, oh my god, this guy murdered a dozen people, and I've never heard of it. Right. Yeah, how about the I toy get, box killer, to do it. dude? There's some of the scariest. The toy box killer, Ooh. toy box killer. I don't think. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know deep about cut it. Shit. It was, uh, I think it was in New Mexico, but it was like one of these towns where, like, it seems like this guy. What the fuck was his name? I don't know if they ever. Oh yeah, because he's mentioned in the. Did they did catch him? He didn't get. He didn't wasn't convicted of the crimes because he died right. of a heart attack like yep. during the trial yeah, or while yeah. he was in custody. But, we, should we bet on two or three names he goes by? Oh, yeah. Parker yeah. Ray. Oh, Ray. Yes. David Parker Ray. Yeah, right. uh, see, his mustache. mustache. Yeah, the other one had like the stubble going along. It, it helped now. Yeah. Just, that's just the mustache alone is, is he, he kind of has like a dad CPA. Yeah. And the, in the picture on his main picture, he kind of looks like an accountant. But in his mugshot, he looks, that's a great mustache in his yeah, mugshot. Yeah, he looks like Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Do you think the adding... yeah, like in Tombstone, mm -hmm. yeah, or something like that? When they're like when they're going their day to days before people know, do you think they just go by the two names? Is is the is the third name a rite of passage? 
I oh, think it should be. Yeah. yeah you earn the third mm-hmm. name. Like you only like get knighted. Yeah, yeah. You only killed three or people. You're not getting the three names. Yeah. Or Catholic. Yeah, confirmation. I think that was my biggest hindrance. <laughs> I, I don't care about, you know, the lives or whatever, but David Richard Premier, it just doesn't. I don't know. David ro- Richard Premiano does sound you. I can see roll. it doesn't roll as a serial. Killer. Not like, many you, Italian. Uh, you sound more like a hairstylist. David Richard Premiano. Yeah. David, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, your hair looks great. Where'd you get that done? Oh, it's a uh, David it's a Richard Premiano. <laughs> it's a David. Oh, this. <laughs> I, I got it at David Richard Premiano. That's where you. Yeah. It's and also, coughing name. Right also, there. if she had had twins, we might have known her as Kaylee Marie Anthony. But unfortunately, oh, just one. She's just. Oh, she picked out a second. Oh, Kaylee. Oh, wait, no. We should have to kill three. Three is a serial killer. Three is a serial killer. She killed three. We would have known Marie was her middle name, but I had to look it up. She'd be fucking Shutter Island. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this guy, though, um, he got away with a lot. We don't know who or exactly he did this. So this is like extensive sexual uh, sexual assault. And then he would dope the girls up in a fashion that and then just leave them out in the middle of nowhere just to get picked up by a car and then they would go on he would he would do terrible things to them so he's he's basically like you're doing like government like bleaching of their memory almost uh where's a recording this was new mexico there's multiple recordings but you could hear these recordings on youtube and when the people when the sedative would start to wear off they would be strapped into that chair he would play a recording from a remote location and the recording would be his voice telling them what's happened to them and what's going to continue happening. Yikes. So like, yeah. kind of like Saul, is that, is, yeah, that where the toy box, yeah. is that where the toy box thing? Cause I'm, I'm kind of, well, the toy um, box thing, because his, well, <laughs> was his life. Uh, he, he would make dogs, fuck them. He had a bunch oh, of gosh. toys and different things that he would do to them and tell them extensively what was going to happen and what would happen if they tried to fight back. Oh wow! And there was also okay. women and stuff like on his side that were. Oh, 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 he had like co. He had his Elaine with him. He had a couple of yeah. He had a whole thing. And there yeah. might have been local law enforcement helping him too. Yeah. Oh which wow. Which makes it even scarier. Yeah, I mean, you find that so often, like in the Dahmer thing, when his uh, pr- uh person escaped. Now they weren't working with him, but they were so weirded out by like the gay sex mm-hmm. that he was able to be like, no, no, this is just a kink. And they were like, all right, whatever, weirdos, get take it inside. Yeah. You know and. And unfor- I think he's normal 28. He just looks at gay 14. <laughs> yeah, right. And the cops are like, Ugh, yeah. go away. Yeah. All cops think gays age slower. Than- and they do. Yeah. They do. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was gay. Well, all, all, all that's a the, that's yeah. an interesting. Some of the gay comics are older than me, and I just <laughs> I just fucking lap them in aging. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, well we look like we opened the Ark of the Covenant on this podcast, Dave. <laughs> We're aging pretty pretty poorly, you and I. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's great. How do you feel? Speaking of aging, um, now that you've kicked the habit, uh, how is everything? Do you feel do you, do you feel worn out? Do you because like I gave up drinking and stuff, and I, some people say it makes them feel like a new man. I never I really felt uh, that way. I never did, and it's like I out of the three things that hit me the hardest, which were booze, cocaine, and opioids. Booze hit me the hardest. Coke was second, and opioids were a distant third. And I, I drank almost every day, I would say, from like 1997 until 2012. And I didn't, I don't know, it was just, you know, I, I think food affects me more than anything now. It's like I can have close to a hangover with what I eat. Oh, and I'm yeah. 44 oh, now, yeah. so food just fucking demolishes me now. So I got to be more mindful of that shit. But I never had that great physical awakening that people who give up all this shit have. Yeah. I mean, it's I know that I'm better off for it and I don't miss like 
the multi-day hangovers sure but by and large it's like it's, yeah you didn't have that like energetic no, thing fill no. you well, that some drinking, people you're... said your body more than anything tells you when it's time to fucking slow yes. that down. Yeah. When you start drinking on Friday and then having a hangover till Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't yeah. I don't need this. Like yeah. I had my fun and it was yeah, really fun. But yeah, yeah, I also, you know, it's nice to not have to apologize on a whim <laughs> yes, for whatever yeah. you might have said the night before. Or get to a point where your friends can just make up any lie about you to fuck with you and you have to treat it at first as if it's not a lie, no matter how crazy it I, is. Yeah. I mean, I was a fun drunk, but I, I, I like there was people like I just were just like my spotters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just that gave me a full recap the next day. Like, yeah. did you do anything the night before except watch me? And I don't even know if they were wrong to do it because they had plenty of fucking good stories that I couldn't retell. <laughs> but yeah, man, have your own fun, right? Right. Make your own stories. Yeah. You just get to that kind of age. I mean, like, uh, I feel like ten, t- uh, when did you uh, give it up? Hit rock bottom. What have you? I feel like I had a couple rockier bottoms. Like one, the initial one was right before I started painkillers in it was Memorial Day of 2012. I I got hammered all day. I sent my wife out for hot dogs because we were barbecuing. <laughs> sure. And while she was out for hot dogs, she comes I, off like a saint. And- <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah, so God bless her heart. Stories. You know, bless her heart. I, I I speak about her like she's dead, but she's doing very well. But, you know, God rest her soul. She could just use the rest. But there's no one here that can ben- that can benefit from that. News. Yeah. <laughs> but I sent her out for hot dogs, and she she was like, "Yeah, I could get fucking hot dogs." And I was like, you know what? I think I want to go to Atlantic City. And I'd been drinking all day at this point. So I got in my car. And at one point, like, we we passed each other. She didn't <laughs> see me. And I was on the fucking Atlantic City Expressway before she even realized that I wasn't just hanging out somewhere around our development. Mm. And she called me. She, and she was texting me. And I would text her back saying, I'm going to Atlantic City tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. And I spent the night in Atlantic city. I went looking for Coke and like this cocaine angel came out of the sky <laughs> and I got, I got the Coke I wanted. Then we were out of Coke and crack was his thing. And I was like, hey, can we get some more uh, Coke? And he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't think we can get more soft, but I have hard. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm smoking crack now. Yeah, absolutely. So I ended up smoking crack that night. I smoked a ton of crack. And uh, the next morning, I was like, I got to be done with this. And I swore off. I, I was resigned to the fact that I was going to get sober at that point. And then less than two weeks later, I was working a, a fanning job. And I just felt like my leg was on fire. And I went to the doctor a few days later, and he told me that I ruptured two discs in my back. Oof. And he's like, but you're going to want to take these the painkillers. And I definitely didn't need them at that point. And it's like I was off to the races because it had been two weeks since I had any any alcohol or anything mm. else. And I was like, God, I'm. This is doctor prescribed, so I'm off to the fucking races. Right. It's okay. The doctor would give it to you if it's bad. Yeah, right. And then that was, you know, that was till like 2015-ish. And then I kind of walked the straight and narrow for the most part. I had a few benders a year. And then 2017, I decided like, all right, I'm going to drink again. But that lasted three days. And it was like three days of just mayhem. Mm -hmm. And by the third day, it was a ton of coke. And um, I was supposed to do a radio show with the Delco proper guys and they were at 93.3 WMMR and it was a big deal for all of us. And I had been out all night doing Coke, just getting fucked up. And I made it to the parking lot of the radio station. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to go up. And thank God I didn't because you know, that episode would still be alive and well. And you would have heard me, you know, Mm -hmm. a couple Mm -hmm. of eight balls deep. Yeah. And at that point, like uh, the night before 
I had promised my kids that I was coming home with pizza. I never came home. Oof, yeah. So the next day, like when I eventually made it home, I just wanted to be home in time to open the door for my kids. And I didn't like, they just all looked at me like, like I was a failure and I was, so I got it. And that was the point where I'm just like, all right, I think I'm good with this shit. Yeah. And I gave, I gave up all that. And I did like close to six years of just strict sobriety up until last summer. I started microdosing mushrooms and that, that was a game changer for me. And, yeah. and it was just, just yeah. mentally, I just felt like a million bucks once I started that. Cause I was really down in a hole. And, you know, I mean, in like a world where like we actually treated all this shit fairly, mm-hmm. I bet you there would be doctors that would prescribe shit like that in, in whatever way they would present it. It probably wouldn't be like a baggie or whatever. But you I know agree. What I mean? yep. Like, I think micro dosing mushrooms or like actually full dosing mushrooms is there's medicinal properties there that mm-hmm. we just write it off to. Oh, it's all just drugs. Yeah. They almost kind of file it away. I mean, of course, there's also a role for painkillers, like a mm-hmm. surgical thing. But we kind of push it all over all into yeah. one pile, whereas mushrooms, the things like that. That, like there are other applications you yeah. want i don't i wouldn't necessarily be worried about an, a former alcoholic even taking a regular mushroom dose mm-hmm. and then falling off the wagon because mm-hmm. it's just such a different headspace it, it than is any did of that, that go into yeah. the book writing process or no uh, okay i had, i think i started microdosing in september of 2022 and at that point the book was essentially done okay and uh but dude, I was, I was fucked. I just felt like my brain was broken. It was a combination of stress and just, you know, I was just, you know, viciously depressed. And at that time I desperately needed it. Like, you know, I, I took mushrooms once last week. I took a couple of grams and it was, I thought, ah, like, this is good. This is what I needed at this time. Because like you said, like there is the therapeutic element to it Yeah. where, you know, in the right circumstances, you know, if you take a higher dose than a micro dose, like it will, it, it almost feels like for me, it feels like puzzle pieces being moved around because mm-hmm. I have a tendency, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious 24 mm-hmm. seven. I have a tendency to overreact and get emotional about things. Whereas like, there's a very logical explanation and approach to most problems that I'm presented with. And that's helped me like kind of approach that more in a logical, from a logical way, as opposed to more of an emotional way. Right on. Yeah, I, I, (laughs) I agree. I think especially like, um, I don't, I'm not from uh, reading the book and from what I know about you. I mean, like when you're raised in like kind of like a working class attitude, you're like a working class Mm -hmm. dude. We're not really taught to even deal with the shit that mushrooms can actually like walk you to dealing with Mm -hmm. without needing to do that shit that I think uh, for guys like all of us is kind of weird going to a therapist, talking it out. Mm -hmm. Even that can be impossible, but you know, take a little things, kill your ego a little bit, Mm -hmm. that shit that's holding you back. That's like hard coded in you. And then you can start addressing shit that otherwise Mm -hmm. the barriers in your mind are too strong or been too erected too high. And that's right on the money. And I, I mean, I've gone through all those different avenues, whether it's a therapist online therapist, antidepressants to a degree. Some of that shit helped, but by and large, I think nothing has been more effective than self-reflection, having good people that I could speak to. And if something's on my mind, you know, vent to them and just with in just in regards to mushrooms, it's, you know, I've never taken mushrooms, whether it's microdosing or a macro dose and not been more considerate of other people yeah like there's for some reason like anytime i especially with larger doses you know people will pop into my head that i haven't thought about in years and it's almost like i can see their perspective on you know disagreements we might have had or you know what what kind of things might be you know influencing them that i you know for example if i have a problem with somebody i might be able to see like okay maybe they're dealing with this right now which is 
might be why I got that reaction from them. So it's just more of, it's nice to be able to step outside myself and like have that and give me more of a, uh, I don't know, just a more compassionate perspective that I might not have otherwise. Hell yeah. yeah. Ringing endorsement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're using in the military. Uh, no, right. Yeah, treating, I mean, yeah, and, and I can PTSD. Yeah, exactly. Like, I yeah. never used it for that, but I totally understand why they would. I yeah. think that they should use that shit more often. Because yeah, yeah, we write yeah. it all off as drugs, but I mean, there's some shit. And I mean, like, yeah, it, mm -hmm. I almost feel like it's kind of the opposite of booze, where it's like booze. I mean, yeah, you could be like a friendly drunk, but booze kind of makes you inherently selfish mm -hmm. and inherently like narrowly focused on like almost like primal things yeah. like i want to fight i want to fuck i want to laugh i want to dance I just, like on mushrooms you're like at, in this a completely opposite like headspace of mm -hmm. like i don't want to say enlightenment's too corny but yeah it like pulls yeah. down yeah. barriers and lets you realize things that you might not be able to overcome otherwise and it's so valuable yeah Sounds dude i think like you should alternate uh yeah right <laughs> just, just mix them up baby i don't uh, think enlightenment's that far off because i remember yeah. the the first time that i took more than I'd usually take it. So the first two weeks that I started, I was microdosing. And then one night I was just like, ah, oh, maybe I'll take a little bit more. And I didn't realize like different strains of mushroom will give you different effects. Mm -hmm. And I had like a bag of these, these uh, penis envy mushrooms, which are pretty fucking intense. And I, I just took a couple of them and it was a lot. And initially I got sick and I was just laying in bed, just sweating my balls off thinking like, Oh my God, why did I take this much? But then shortly thereafter for like the next two hours, my prevailing thought was just, thoughts were just about how strong my wife is both mm. like physically and like, you know, historically and emotionally, it's just the yeah. various stages of our relationship. And that was a very nice revelation because, you know, there's times where, you know, we're pretty strongly at odds, mm -hmm. but to be able to like have that kind of thought that I wouldn't normally have otherwise really, I think served both of us well in the long run. Hell yeah. Another ringing endorsement, ladies, let your men yeah. take mushrooms. Um, <laughs> all, all right, right we got to get to the shit. news. Yeah, what uh, a, yeah. I think we've never gone into the news with such a beautiful place. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. And now I you're agree. about to do terrible no, things. Yeah, let's, bring it news. let's bring it right back to our <laughs> yeah. comfort zone. Speaking yeah, of yeah. yin and yang, yeah, right. that was beautiful. Let's that hear about the like, kid that got eaten by the this alligator. Is just, this yeah. is getting a little feel it or not, I got a little something for you. I have not changed the graphics, so let's just do that now. We're here to shoot the shit and talk the news. Okay. All right. All right. Hey. There we go. It's news time, baby. It's news time, baby. What he said. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's ski trial highlights Taylor Swift, Tom Brady, and Oprah. Uh, this marks the first time a ski accident has brought out so much high society since that one that was able to gather all the remaining Kennedys together. <laughs> yeah. uh, Donald Trump complained on the day of his indictment that Manhattan was a kangaroo court and that he wanted the trial moved to Staten Island. Of course, on Staten Island, giving money to the old slut you're cheating on your gold-digging wife with is just called Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Staten Island. I'm coming for you. Oh, man, he he knows the right hashtags to go after. <laughs> Somehow the algorithm loves what I hate Staten Island, so there True. we go. Um, Philly tap water is safe to drink and will not be impacted by chemical spill, City says. Uh, the citizens were told that they need not worry and that they can still get their daily dose of dangerous chemicals by ingesting a can of whiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the university, kind of in the similar vein of Northeast cities, 
The University of Connecticut won the NCAA March Madness Tournament, earning them an entire week in Boston with nobody calling them the R word. <laughs> yeah, you know. I feel also, as a, R, you, or... as a side note, I feel like if you're talking about a Boston accent, uh, like the way they say it, it should be allowed because it should be like their word. You know what I mean? It's not an A-R-D. You know, it's like an A-H. Right. Like, well, there go our positive endorsements yeah. for the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I'm no, not going to say the word. I just, if someone was from Boston, it's like was cunt here, in England. The, exactly. Like, you I hear it all the time. I would let someone from Boston say that word and it wouldn't bother me. Well, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, don't think, I, I don't think you're the one we're worried about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I am the arbiter. Yeah, do people scare me? Oh, man. I wonder how Dan Dupree would react. <laughs> Uh, after nearly dying, NFL's DeMar Hamlin urges Congress to put more defibrillators in schools uh, to per- uh, to further prevent history from repeating itself. He also thinks schools need to implement a weekly guy running into you really fast drill. <laughs> <laughs> like football? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, was released from prison this week. He remains on house arrest and stripped of his title, and the whole world looks to Waffle House, waiting for the white smoke to rise off the hash browns, signaling the election of a new QAnon shaman. <laughs> it's good. It's good lore you added it's to that story. Yeah. yeah, thank you. It's a poke joke. Uh, Elon Musk passes, passes. Elon Musk passes Barack Obama to become most followed account on Twitter. Uh, a feat all the less impressive when taken into consideration that at no point in time did Tom ever lag behind George W. and MySpace friends. <laughs> yeah. I was running out of time. Right? <laughs> it's all right. We got, my mind, I shoved all mine towards the end. Of the, you keep going to the cute ones. Yeah. They're kind of, they're a little cute. I he's been, he's cute he's this been week. Cute. He's it's cute a little cute. I, I like it. I like it. A titter, a titter. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Dave, you'll be happy to know. Tiger King star Carol Baskin to close Big Cat Rescue Sanctuary and move from Florida. Uh, Baskin said she will be focusing on her marriage and finally getting around to killing this one for the inheritance money. <laughs> Fun. She's not as hot a murderer, though. That's no. Nice. she. Yeah, yeah. She, she could not be a serial killer. She get her whole name. A husband who allegedly Googled body disposal information now indicted in wife's death. Uh, and with this news, uh, Microsoft has announced their search engine Bing now comes fully guaranteed with spousal murder protection. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They need that. Yeah, they they need whatever they can. At this Bing will, point, yeah, right? Bing yeah, will take Google whatever it can get. Down. Yeah, Bing will search what... for something on Yahoo. I'm still going to say I'm Googling. This. The only thing yeah. I ever heard about Bing was someone was like, did you know, like Bing doesn't filter porn searches. So if you're searching yeah. for porn, you want to go on Bing. I'm like, uh, well, hey, Google, I don't. Yeah, I know. I know more direct ways to look for porn. And also, like, if that's Bing's selling point, like, hey, come here, you fucking pervert. We got all the porn yeah. thumbnails like that's not. That's not good Google for Google has it too. Yeah. Do they? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you can go off of it. Yeah. You can go off safe search mode. I, I don't start my porn search that broad. I go no. straight to the source well, before I, I start on some and I want to see more of their work and Google's <laughs> okay, that's for a more fair. yeah, That's fair. Video. You're trying yeah. to look up uh, artists. Yeah, I, I put in a butt plug and look out my window. That's my <laughs> kind of thing. That's you just, just open me. your window and scream. That's Where can me. I find porn? All right. A cafe explosion in St. Petersburg, Russia, kills the country's most famous military blogger. 
Foreign policy experts agree that dying, dying a fiery death in St. Petersburg, Russia is slightly better than being alive and well in St. Petersburg, Florida. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cardi B announces voice role in new Baby Shark movie. Uh, although when sources found out it was only voice acting, they asked her, if it's not being filmed underwater, how did that thing get so wet ass? <laughs> 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 yeah okay all right yeah it's slow burn on that one for me but i like it oh, we mentioned this a little bit first lady jill biden walked back comments about inviting the losing lsu women's basketball team to the white house though the first lady did say we will never apologize for trying to help the self-esteem of six and a half foot tall women who dream of one day being as famous as that one russian prisoner <laughs> all right Joke off time. There we go. All yeah, right. Yes. Official joke off. Damn and we bestow way. upon you the honor of picking a winner. No, I yes. can't wait. Oh, and I will say, because I forgot to do it at the beginning of this session, Dave and I, of course, as many of you listeners know, we do not run our jokes by each other. These are the first times that we hear these jokes. When we have a joke off, we go against each other, and our guest yeah. will pick his favorite. By the way, many listeners for our show is an oxymoron. <laughs> um, <laughs> Our, our numbers are fine. You watch it right now, sir. I've seen our numbers. They're, they are growing. Uh, First Lady Jill Biden wants women's champion LSU and runner-up Iowa to get to uh, come to the White House. Uh, this can be seen as hypocritical by the First Lady, as the last time someone tried to get a runner-up in the White House, she was one of the people who called it an insurrection. <laughs> I like that. I like that. What do you think, Mike? I think it was pretty good. A tie, you think? What are you, you going to give it to one of us? We don't really, we don't like ties around here. We're competitive. I'm going to go with Dan. Yes. Mm, yeah, baby. You fucking don't worry, Dan. Up. Buttering up Just, the guests. Let's go clean it up. I'll clean it up. Okay. That was purely based on looks, dude. I get it. It's our shared love of Casey Anthony. You're easier to chase down and strangle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is almost crazy. This next one's crazy. Uh, you'd think I wrote it in the moment, given what something you said. Uh, authorities in Hawaii are charging a group of 33 people for harassing a pod of dolphins while swimming. Uh, some of the accused men pled not guilty, saying it wasn't harassment. Uh, it was a compliment. I said the dolphin was sexy. Uh. <laughs> okay. Kinda talked about Look at a blowhole on that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you thought they were queued up until now, get ready for that dump button. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chinese cities are so broke, they're cutting medical benefits for seniors. Uh, in the face of this disrespect, the Chinese elderly have come out and told people who passed this, hey, we brought you into this world, we can take you out. Remember your sister? on brand for us. Very on brand for us. West Virginia governor signs ban on some transgender health care, citing a return to traditional values. Uh, getting even more closer to West Virginia traditional values, the governor made the mining industry exempt, saying a hole's still a hole when you're digging for coal. <laughs> That's a great bumper sticker. Dude. Thank you. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I like that. Should be their motto. Should be their state motto. All right. Uh, I guess similar topic. Not, really. not a joke. Not close yeah. enough. For no, a joke no, no, no. Not even. Is this a one's bit. strong. You're getting killed right now. I? Like, <laughs> I feel like you're getting killed. Uh, teen disqualified from Pokemon tournament for laughing upon being asked his pronouns. <laughs> uh, the tournament only wanted people who identified as they them because when it comes to genders. 
Oops. Fuck, let me what? start that over. Yeah, let's uh, rewind that take one. Two. Yeah, take two. Teen disqualified from Pokemon tournament for laughing upon being asked his pronouns. Uh, the tournament only wanted people who identified as they, them, because when it comes to genders, uh, why choose male or female when you can catch them all? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that would have been... <laughs> if you had nailed it, attempt, yeah. Right? If you did, I still, I had to. I fucked up right. You got all the way to like the last three words too. That was. I hate that. Uh, I'll probably do that with one of these. I overwrote these. All right. Uh, Planned Parenthood seeks to block Utah ban on abortion clinics. Uh, they will be protesting in the in the traditional way. Let me try that one more time. See you fucking me up now, Dave. All right. God, this one's contagious. Good. This one's gonna be good. This is good content. Here. I want to get it right. Content. So fucking stupid. Planned Parenthood seeks to block Utah ban on abortion clinics, protesting in the traditional way by standing awkwardly across the kitchen from Utah and going, so what are we going to do about this? (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, The U.S. condemns Russia's arrest of a Wall Street Journal reporter, uh, and they're going to do everything in their power to have him sent back just as soon as they acquire the official measurement for his vertical leap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get it. Yeah, I like it. Uh, During massive storms, the roof of the Apollo Theater collapsed, killing one. Police say more may have died if not for the heroics of one man pulling survivors to safety with a giant hook. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, man, if you're not familiar. Took me a second, but I like it. Okay, Arkansas town basically cut in half by damage from apparent tornado, Mayor says. Uh, the people of Arkansas are absolutely devastated that something like this came around and tried to teach them about fractions. We got a very tiny, cute little pitter from the producers. I like that. Moderate drinking has no health benefits, an analysis of over a decade of research shows. This throws all science about drinking out the window, and maybe even some about drug use, said Dan DePriel, preparing for after the podcast is over. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) Um, More Philadelphia stories. Philadelphia train passengers pinned down alleged gunmen until police arrive. Uh, when rewarded for their heroism later that night, the group that tackled and pummeled the man said, oh, shit, that guy had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> They're a violent bunch. Those they, Philadelphia, they, am I right? they sure are. And now finally getting to the topic we were kind of talking about. Uh, this is a two parter. This one. Uh, A Florida toddler found in an alligator's mouth was put in the lake by his father, police say. Uh, Disney has optioned the rights to this story, uh, naming it Peter Panhandle. (laughs) (laughs) Disney has also signed the man-eating alligator to a minor league contract to play in the moat around Disney World. There you go. All right. Uh, NBA to lift marijuana ban for this season in new contract. Uh, And while this rule has been highly lauded by players around the league, it's unfortunate for the 30-team sanctioned clean piss guys who will now be out of work. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good job to be a piss guy in a a sports league. I lost my calling. (laughs) (laughs) I love weed too much. I would be a great piss guy. Chat GPT has been banned in Italy. Developers are scrambling to make the chat-based AI legally compliant by giving it overly expressive Italian hands. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, what, I got two more? 
All right, North Carolina Republicans look to axe participation trophies with new bill. Uh, this news is expected to coincide with North Carolina seceding from the U.S. as participation awards are basically the only reason we allow it to be a state anymore. <laughs> it is a participation award state. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the lone survivor of a Pennsylvania chocolate factory explosion <laughs> survived when she was thrown into a vat of chocolate. Uh, while many say she survived a tragedy, some of us dream of having chocolate forced into every orifice as the entire world <laughs> explodes around us. <laughs> Very. I was. I was just sitting back waiting for the Wonka reference. And you fucking. <laughs> no, I took it yeah, all took weird. That, uh, completely different. I made it all, all right. Weird. And uh, if you guys watched WrestleMania this weekend, mm -hmm. yes. I sure didn't because. Okay, well, you all like it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna insult your taste. <laughs> but uh, Shane McMahon suffers torn quad in surprise WrestleMania 39 appearance. Uh, turns out his quad was already sore going in from how rapidly he had to grab his checkbook every time his dad was in the same room as a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. He's 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 still there. He's not leaving. We'll talk about that on another on another show. Uh, Richard Branson's Virgin Orbit files for bankruptcy after rocket launch failures. Uh, for those of you who enjoy watching virgins going broke, chasing a dream, your local stand-up comedy open mic will remain running. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was ready for my roast in that one. No, I, yeah, only, you, I took it easy on you this week. All right. Well, that's the news. Yep. There we go. We did it. Hey, what do you got coming up? Any, anything? Yeah. Uh, April 28th, Butterly and I will be at Laugh It Up Poughkeepsie. And then May 7th, I'm doing the official All Perks book release uh, show oh, at Healing nice. Philly. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Yeah, it'll cool. be fun. Very cool. That's awesome. Let's what about see. you, Dave? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm back on the uh, the drop tent circuit. On uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Get a break. On Hitler's birthday. Yes. He, he wanted a Jew. So yeah, the 420 that's... show. Oh, yeah, baby. I'll be at uh, the White Horse Brewery? Do you know the gig or do you not know the gig? <laughs> what the fuck is your problem? Then you look at me like I'm your papa. I, was, I, I said it right, didn't I? It's, yes. it's the white, white yeah, you'll horse be, brewery. Yeah, you'll yeah, be that's white the, horse brewery. I even know yeah. people that no, look it's, it's not going to go. But it's a winery, I, yeah. but yeah. Oh, right. well, I don't fucking drink it. anything anyway. Yeah, that's all right. So you'll be you'll see me perform completely sober yep. on 420. Cool, man. <laughs> Fun. Dan, where are you Fun. Uh, off weekend for me. Uh, I'm just be enjoying comedy as a fan. Going to see uh, our friend and your uh, other podcast uh, co-host or host, I should say, uh, Jay Yoder. He's doing a theater tour. He's wrapping that up. So I'm going to go see him oh. in Reading tomorrow. Then I just got to do like family stuff, girlfriend stuff. So off week for me. Nice. Yeah, what about you, Neil? You uh, yeah, just go to imneilwood.com. You get all the dates and details for Myers Brewing Company, uh, Whiskey Hicken Brewing Company, uh, Autumn Lake Winery, and also Whitehorse Winery, like Dave mentioned. You can get all the dates and details for the shows over at my website or droptent.com. Go there. Hell yeah. All right. All right. That's just our show. Phone. Mike, fucking great to see you again. Guys, I had so much fun doing this, and it, this was a blast. Oh my god, the pleasure a, all the way over here. You'll have to come back again because I feel like we barely scratched the surface. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, barely scratched the surface on like everything we could have possibly talked. Yeah, I really about, enjoyed so. talking with you guys, and it's just it's Dave. It's awesome seeing you again, man. It's, I feel like it's probably been like seven years since I've seen you, and you're just as as handsome and as spry as ever, man. 
Oh, geez, so he was that bad Jesus when you met him, Christ, huh? <laughs> well, I did have a big facial deformity last time you saw yeah, him. I almost missed it, man. I was, I was going to give it a kiss. Uh, <laughs> the hole's still there. There's yeah. still a hole to kiss. <laughs> oh, I really appreciate you guys having me. This was a lot of fun. No, thank oh, you yeah. so much for and coming. Yeah, this was definitely awesome. Definitely check out Dad, Me, and Lil Stinkers. Yes. And I think we might have Matera on pretty He Hopefully, yeah. He said, let me get, he takes a fucking day and a half for everything. He's, uh, I think so, but I'll get back to you. So, He's yeah. in Alaska right now. Oh, really? oh right oh. yeah yeah he's doing the uh, uh comedy oh, yeah. festival there oh he's, awesome uh, he, he didn't he's really hamming it up out there yeah he's awesome but I if you yeah if you yeah. do like girthy men we have uh jim gillespie here next week uh, yes yeah, we do so the so beef funny, we are bringing the beef tomorrow or next That's week, true yeah yeah so uh come back for that yep and thank you so much for listening y'all yeah. we appreciate it well, there we go thanks for listening everybody oh, man, that was a <laughs> We, we fucking landed that like Carrie Strug should have. <laughs> How you doing? This is Neil Wood from the Cult of Us podcast. Speaking on behalf of Drop 10 Media Network, the network you're currently listening to. Make sure to check out all the other podcasts on the network. You can go to drop10.com to check them all out. Make sure to like, subscribe on everything that you see Drop 10 on. We appreciate it. Go to drop10.com now. This has been a Drop 10 Media Production.